Advance your spa career with management training from the University of California. Earn a professional certificate online in just six months. Visit ce.uci.edu forward slash spa training. Hi, welcome to SpaCast by Spa and Wellness Mexicaribe. I'm Sarah Jones, and today I'm talking with Susan Leahy. And today our episode is From Group to Team, Achieve Optimum Performance. Susan Leahy is a loving, powerful, committed woman. She is a sought-after speaker and presenter, as well as a personal confidence coach. Susan coaches women who desire to feel more confident in both personal and professional situations. Susan is the creator of the Confident Woman Program and the co-founder of Group to Team Leadership Solutions, a global training and development company specializing in helping organizations build a culture of team beginning at the level of the individual. Welcome, Susan. Hi, Sarah. I'm glad to be here. Thanks for having me. Thanks for joining. So we have an interesting discussion today. I'm hoping this will be able to help spa leaders and people all across the wellness industry create more team in their businesses and in their um, environments. So we'll start with the first question. How can a culture of team help spa and wellness businesses to become more successful? Well, I think it's interesting because the conversation of team is one that probably every single person listening has been playing with for their entire life. So when you're thinking about how to maximize uh, your profits, it really is about how do you maximize the relationships within your spas and building a powerful culture of team will improve everything, not just the bottom line. Excellent. And uh, we can all benefit from those improvements. So in a spa team, there may be competition to reach the highest revenue goal, for example. How can we encourage healthy competition and yet still have team? Absolutely. You know, competition is actually an amazing thing. But one of the one of the tips that I teach my managers is realizing that over applied unintentional competition erodes your ability to be in effective long term relationships. So I think that we naturally default into doing competitions because we know that it creates energy and people are going to, you know, get involved. But it's that sense of how can we be intentional about the competitions that we bring into our business, but also make sure that we're setting a powerful context and conversation, which is about creating and generating a win-win. You know, competition is about win-lose. And when done well, it's kind of fun. We like competition. But when overdone within a spa or within any organization, it really erodes your ability to be on an effective team. Um, and so what I encourage people to do is think about how do you pull the win-win conversation into your organization as well. Excellent. So it's all about balance of competition and teamwork. Yeah. And really being intentional, right? Because sometimes we're doing it thinking, okay, well, we've always done it that way. But we need to step back and say, is that really producing the energy we want it to produce for the total team context, which really is a win-win? Great. And in spa and wellness businesses, as in hospitality, Schedules often vary, making it difficult to bring the entire team together for meetings or training. 
How can we overcome that and encourage teamwork within an organization? Well, I'm going to give you one very specific specific example that we do within our organizations with the clients that we work with is that we uh, encourage every single person to create an anchoring statement. And an anchoring statement simply is much like what you said at the very beginning of my bio. My name is Susan Leahy and I am a loving, powerful, committed woman. And so one of the things that we encourage people to do, even if you can't bring people into the room all together at one time, you allow people to bring their anchor into the room. So everybody creates an anchoring statement within their organization. And every time you have a meeting, whether it's virtual or it's um, in person, you allow people to start that meeting from a space of humanity and connection. So they're introducing themselves into the room. Hey, I'm Susan Leahy. I'm a loving, powerful, committed woman. Everybody cheers for the people that are in the room. Yes, you are. And then you start that meeting from a space of kind of greater humanity. And what I find is that humanity kind of spreads out if you do it in all of your meetings and it's like a web it connects everybody fantastic and obviously we've talked about this before and I'll share mine I am Sarah Jones and I am an adventurous fascinating dedicated woman yes you are (laughs) (laughs) thanks so perhaps um, you could share some of the core Uh, training of group to team? I mean, what does that involve and how does that differ from most team building training that we see out there? Yeah, and I appreciate this question because it's interesting. We've all been through team building training, whether it was when we were in the first grade or during our first job. This, This idea of team building is something that just kind of follows us our whole life. And what I love about what we've created with group to team is that we really turn this conversation on its head because we've been told that there's no I in team. And at group to team, we disagree with that because I'm standing right here. I'm sitting right here and you're you're right there. And there's all of these eyes. So how do we re-enroll the individual? Because what happens in organizations many times is that the employee starts to cross their hand and they give the responsibility of team to their manager or to upper management or to the director. Uh, And what we want to do is we really want to re-enroll the individual and team. So our first level training is called From Group to Team. And it's about reminding, re-inspiring, and re-enrolling the individual to remember that, hey, I choose team, I generate team, I create team. And it's amazing. Once you really take that personal ownership back, you can open up the conversation. And we have several other uh, levels of training, leading to team, building a culture of team. But what I find is that from group to team, foundational training is so powerful because it reignites an energy that many organizations are missing. I agree completely. And when I first came across this concept that you shared with me, this is what I loved about it is because everybody can make a choice in every action, in every statement, every day, every time they show up to work, they choose whether they are in team and whether they are generous and contributing to the whole or whether they are not and they're sometimes acting in a way that takes away from team. So it, it does make it a personal choice. And in this way, I think it makes it easier for spas and hospitality businesses, like we said, with different schedules, to train everybody in small groups because it is all about the individual approach. We don't have to have everybody together to get this concept across. Yeah, absolutely. And I love what you're explaining is our core premise, right? And that our core premise really is our name. There are only two options. 
that everything you do, you think, you say, you feel is either keeping you stuck in group or it's going to help you generate the experience of team. So you only have two options. And when you let everybody know that and you create this common language, then your individual employees can start asking themselves, hey, am I being group right now? Or am I being team? And that personal responsibility, which let's be honest, gets lost in the, you know, the rigor of the day, um, can get lost. It's really important to remind your employees and then give them simple tools that will help their language so that they can take their power back. Fantastic. Yes. Um, and thinking back to the uh, education session that we did together at iSpa recently. What I loved about the message was that group is not necessarily wrong. We're not vilifying group. Group is normal. Mm -hmm. It's just the starting point. And then we choose to elevate to team, but let's not um, reprimand ourselves for being in group. It's just the norm. And and we had so much fun during that training. And I love that you're bringing this point into the the podcast right now, because I think this is one of the pieces that I love about the group to team training that makes it so uniquely different than any other training that you receive is that it, it is about being generous and that group isn't negative. It's normal. And so when we are in group and we're stuck in group, we can start asking the question, hey, are we being group? How can we generate the experience of team? And so the other piece of this is that we really teach you that that team is not a destination. You know, team isn't something that you get to and say, hey, we're a team, woohoo, yay us. Team really is an experience that you get to keep creating for yourself and co-creating with others over and over and over again. So now we take the pressure off, kind of like what you're saying. It's not about vilifying. It's just about saying, hey, the energy right now is really low. I think we're stuck in group. How do we generate the energy of team? How do we create the experience of team? Excellent. Yes. So I'm going to add in a little extra something. Perhaps we could both share an example personally of I am in group when Mm. I and I am in team when I um, which is something that we did in the training. And I think spa leaders, spa professionals can all relate to this and perhaps implement it within their team. Do you want to start, Susan? Absolutely, because everybody can do this. That's what's so great. And, and, and group to team really asks the individual to take ownership. So I am in group when I get judgmental. I am in group when I roll my eyes. <laughs> I am in group when, uh, when I become critical and stop listening. Uh, so the list could go on and on, but I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to give you the floor. Okay, I could also identify with those. I could say I am in group when I care more about being right than getting to the end goal. I am in group when I don't listen. Um, I'm in group when I believe I know the answer rather than being open to new information. Wow. I love it. And you know what's so fun is I'm sitting here getting the chills as you're talking. And what's so powerful about even just this exercise exercise we're doing right here is that you're giving people the opportunity to just kind of put those behaviors out there. And we're no longer vilifying them. We're just becoming aware of them and we're putting them out there so that we can support one another when we're showing up as group. Because it's all normal behavior and it's all things that we go through in our daily life, in all of our relationships, work, personal 
friendships, etc. Absolutely. And you know, what's interesting is I think a lot of employees have been, uh, have been, how, how do I say this, poorly patterned into crossing their arms and pointing out the sins of their boss, right? And, and what's fascinating is that when you're in that energy of pointing out somebody doing something wrong, you're in group. <laughs> so, so, so this isn't about you because you can't critique someone into team. You can't yell at someone into team. You can't judge someone into team. You have to enroll people into team. You have to invite people into team. You have to model team, you know, because it's something that is inspired. It's, it's an, it's, it's an experience that's generous. And I think we've done a really great job of creating tangible, practical, and simple exercises. And I love that in this interview, Sara, you're even pulling those in from the workshop that we did. Thank you. It's something that resonated me with me from the first time I heard it. Yes, and I love it. And I think the spa industry and wellness industry can benefit from this training. Absolutely. Yeah. So let's go to team. So what are your, so your examples of when you're in team? Oh, I love this one. That makes me want to close my eyes, right? That, that I am in team when I choose to get curious. I'm in team when I take a deep breath. I'm in team when I choose to have more fun and be excited about the unknown. I am in team when I commit to communicate, even when I'm feeling unsure. Brilliant examples. I'll go now. So I am in team when I give people the benefit of the doubt before making a judgment. I'm in team when I stay open and listen. I'm in team when I take time to consider an answer and be diplomatic rather than uh, acting on reflex. Mm, beautiful. I love it. I don't know. Are you getting the chills? I'm getting the chills. <laughs> I wonder if the listeners are getting the chills. I think it's a really, so. yeah, I think it's a really generous and powerful conversation. And uh, if you recall from the workshop, one of the ways that we do this is we talk about the idea that your employees, your managers, your leaders are always throwing their energy somewhere. Whether you're intentionally throwing it or unintentionally throwing it, you're either throwing it into what we call the group bucket or you're throwing it towards the team bucket. And so we actually will will do an exercise where people will write these things down and they'll throw them, um, these little ping pong balls, into the buckets. And it's a really fun exercise, but I think what it does is it really supports the room to visually see the difference between what it takes uh, to just be group. Because you don't have to do anything to achieve group. But, mm -hmm. but you have to be really intentional when you're committing to generate the experience of team. And I think everybody wants to live a more intentional existence. I don't think there's anybody who wakes up in the morning and goes, oh, I want to create more group in my life. But I really think that people, all people, including me, I, I desire more team. And that's a brilliant concept. And I believe that uh, this can help the businesses across the wellness industry, definitely. Mm. Um, thank you so much for sharing this. And uh, you're right, we did have a lot of fun at our session at iSpa. And uh, maybe we'll present again someday to the uh, industry at some point. I hope so. It was a lot of fun. <laughs> <laughs> it was. So moving on, Susan, tell me, what is the what has been the biggest aha moment in your career? Oh, the biggest aha moment in my career was it, it really, it really is about total self-acceptance 
and owning all of my skill sets. I've always felt like I had to compartmentalize and, and I had to go down one path. And when I finally saw how all of my ta talents and skills weave together, that's when my company group to team really took shape and we've been able to really affect a lot of positive change. So it's that sense of how do I, how do I see, hold and allow my full self in the experiences that I'm having. Brilliant. Thank you. And a few quick questions. What's your favorite spa treatment? Anything where somebody's hands are on me. <laughs> <laughs> no, I like hot stone. I love my feet rubbed, you know, um, so I certainly love massage. It's always a good choice. And what is your hidden talent? Okay, this sounds really weird, and I wish this was a, a, a video podcast, but I can wrap my hair around my, the, the tip of my nose. <laughs> <laughs> I have a little kind of, I have a little button nose. I have a little button nose. And so I can wrap my hair right around my nose. Strange, hidden talent. <laughs> and what is your favorite quote or saying? Uh, don't let anyone rob your joy because they didn't give it to you. So it's owning that you are the creator of your joy. Beautiful. And with credit to Oprah Winfrey for this question, what do you know for sure? I know for sure that I am the creator of my reality. That is a powerful statement. I love that. Yes. And I've had to learn that. But I, in my, uh, in my 43 years, I, I have really come to understand that I am creator and I am committed to creating in joy. That's excellent. Thank you so much for sharing. This has been a really fun conversation, Susan. Thank you for joining me on Sparkast. Well, Sarah, thank you for seeing the vision and understanding and seeing that group to team is something that can support the spa industry. So absolutely. Great. Thank you so much for listening. This is Sparkast by Spa and Wellness Mexicaribe. Advance your spa career with management training from the University of California. Earn a professional certificate online in just six months. Visit ce.uci.edu forward slash spa training.